Welcome to the School Connect podcast. At School Connect, we know it takes a village to help every child reach their full potential. So, each episode, we'll hear stories of normal people who became heroes, solving community problems in powerful and creative ways. We know these stories will inspire you to create the change you hope to see. Well, hello, Tracy. We are connected again, and today's topic uh, continues to talk to the heart of School Connect, which is really all about community. And so I thought it would be good to kind of start the conversation with what is the definition of community? And I think that we're going to expand on that definition as we talk today. But whenever I look online and you get to the typical place online, the definition of community is a feeling of fellowship with others as a result of sharing common attitudes, interests, and goals. And so I think what's really interesting about the history of School Connect is everything that School Connect is built around is built around facilitating bringing different partners together to experience the definition that we just talked about. So I thought before we introduce today's guest, it would be good to allow you the opportunity to really articulate what is School Connect and why should we care? Thank you so much, Tim. Um, You know, School Connect is founded on kind of three core values. And the first one is building trusted relationships. That means you have to actually know one another. It means it's a two-way street. It means that we um, are able to talk and understand and we're able to work on goals together and we're, we're able to solve problems together and we're even able to solve problems that happen as they crop up even among ourselves. Um, and so one of the things that is beautiful to me about School Connect is that there are many, many, many people, thousands out there who really want to love on schools. They would love to make a difference. They would love to connect and have meaningful relationship and have impact for kids and for educators and for parents. But that pathway has not always been simple or easy. It's been kind of convoluted and confusing and challenging. And so um, really School Connect built a model to say, here's how a school can build a whole village of support around it. And that means trusted relationships with churches, with businesses, nonprofit, with government entities, because they're all people. They're really people, people who can make a difference if they build a relationship. And then and then out of building that trusted relationship, then they learn how to collaborate to solve problems. And hopefully that collaboration not only really impacts the life of kids, but it also helps um, there be a win-win for everybody in the equation. We're right. all being part of something meaningful and purposeful, and we're, we're accomplishing some of our own goals while we also meet the needs of kids. And so um, we say our, our mission is connecting schools to their community because it right. takes an entire village to help every single child reach their potential Right. And in the process of that, we're also personally reaching our goals, our potential as well. Agreed. Agreed. And I think the one thing that I've taken away with my short time with the organization is that you've helped to break down the barriers between all the different community partners. Everyone um, from my vantage point would come to the table, have a different language, a different yeah. need, 
a different goal. And mm-hmm. what School Catch has done is helped all of those partners kind of take a step back and find a common language, a common goal, a common framework to come together and to really be an army or a community as we're talking today mm-hmm. and really go back and have common values, have common interests, common goals, common attitudes. And so today's podcast is kind of a follow-up to one that we had a couple weeks ago. So why don't you share with our audience who is back today? I'm so excited that we have Dr. Betsy Hargrove with us. This is part two of uh, the, we had our first part where we really talked about some of the strategies that the Avondale School District and Betsy's team were doing with interrupted learning. And, and today we get to talk in greater depth about community building. Uh, Betsy is a, an incredible community builder. Uh, collaboration has always been very, very important uh, to, to you, Betsy. Uh, But I I would love uh, today for us to be able to hear a little bit more of your heart, how you got to connect with School Connect and the kind of partnerships that you've been building and what they mean to you personally, what they mean to your school district. And then, of course, um, we're discovering also what they mean to the partners themselves. Well, that sounds like an exciting topic. So let's just kind of jump right in. Um, Betsy, can you kind of share with us why community partners are so important to you as a superintendent? Because, I, I mean, again, coming from my vantage point, I never really understood the value of the community in a local school. I always felt like it was the government's responsibility, someone else's responsibility. There wasn't a place for the church at the school or a faith-based organization. And so this whole concept of the community has a seat at the table Help us understand from your perspective why that's so important. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me back and be able to continue this conversation because as Tracy just said, it is near and dear to my heart. And truly, I I know without question, our community could not possibly be where it is without all of the people that come in relationship with Avondale Elementary School District. So you know, your question, Tim, is, is you know, tell us how important community is or why it's important. I think really, actually, it's the why behind it. Mm-hmm. So Avondale Elementary School District is an educational institution, right? So our mission vision is to grow every child as a thinker, problem solver, and communicator to pursue their future without limits. And uh, in even my 30 plus years in education, I've seen shifts of responsibility of it goes far beyond being able to teach a child to read, write, and do math, you know, and socialize appropriately. Mm -hmm. It truly is about making sure that the entry points are available to every one of our children. And if there are missing pieces to it, and I can think way back when, when I was starting, it was, okay, make sure you have crackers in your desk in case one of your your students is is a little hungry when they got to school. Or, you know, kind of do a check-in with your kids at the door when they come through and make sure that the smile that, that is on their face also reaches their eyes when they're saying good morning in the morning. Because really, you're doing a check-in when you're doing that. You're really making sure that, okay, is everyone ready to learn? And I, I quickly realized, and, and it's become far more complex as time has gone on, that the challenges in the barriers to learning are far more complex than something that I could possibly take care of as a classroom teacher, much mm-hmm. less um, a, a, as a school administrator or as a district administrator. And it, and it was far more reaching than anything that we possibly could have done as an educational institution. So 
it's all good and fine to say, okay, we're going to make sure our children have breakfast and lunch and don't forget those crackers in your desk. We're, we're going to um, make relationships with uh, dental offices in the nearby community to make sure that, that dental cl- cleanings happen on a regular basis. And, and you know, goodness, I, I don't know about either one of you, but I do know that if one of my teeth is hurting mm-hmm. and I have a cavity, mm-hmm. I am not learning. I'm not right. thinking about anything other than the fact that, you know, I, I need to get this taken care of. Right. Um, add to that complexities of, of um, worrying, worrisome situations at home, whether it be financial burdens um, at home or stressors on, on the family relations and how that impacts children's ability to uh, get a good night's rest and to be mm-hmm. able to attend to the work as as it comes to them in the in the school day and it's a there it's a wonderment that that with everything that's going on in the world today and and we haven't even talked about the past couple of years everything that's been going on in the, in the world leading up to today uh, it, it's a wonderment that our children are are able to just absorb the learning that they need to to learn in order to be able to pursue that future without limits so as an educational organization I, I cannot possibly provide dental care. I cannot possibly provide true uh, mental and behavioral health opportunities for our children. Can we, can we put stopgap measures in place? Sure. But that is far out of the realm of anything that we're able to do. I can't make sure that the rent is paid and the mortgage is paid and the car payment is paid and that there's gas in the car in order to get to and from the grocery store to be able to have, you know, healthy food. Um, in nourishment in the home for all of our children. I can't make sure that all of them have hot water heaters to be able to have mm-hmm. warm water, to take a shower and bathe. Uh, all of those things that we all know are barriers to children being able to learn. I can't do that as an educational organization. Mm-hmm. What I can do is make relationships with people around us who are willing to come alongside of us and to say, you know, a, the local food bank, uh, and mm-hmm. hey, we, we have these opportunities that we want to make sure your families are aware of and we can bring the food to the school and meet their, our, your parents where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to make sure that your, your kids are, have the right uniform and they feel as though they, that they truly belong because they, they have everything that their next door neighbor has um, right. in order when they're sitting in that classroom, they're sitting, sitting up tall and, and they feel comfortable and confident about, but they have the right supplies or the right uniform or whatever the case may be. Um, you know, all, all sorts of various opportunities up to and including healthcare and, and dental care right. that while you might say, really, is that part of what has to happen in the, in the school district? And I would say, absolutely it does. Because if it's a barrier to our children to be able to have an access point to their education, then it's a barrier to their success. It's so it's so eye-opening to think how all of those external things impact the classroom and how the school really is the central hub to help resolve all of that because you have that knowledge. And I think that's one of the beautiful things about School Connect is bringing that central hub into the school to help address all of those things. Mm-hmm. And Betsy, you know, partnerships have always been important to you. So before you and I met, they were important to you. But I know from from our engagement over the years that you've really felt like the School Connect model of building a bridge of uh, of a cafe, which is a, a small group of a village, is a group of stakeholders around a school, 
has been really helpful to you and your process with building those partnerships. Can you describe that a little bit, what it was like before and what it's like now as you are building those community partners through that cafe? Yes, I can. And and I will tell you, Tracy, I am not discounting where we were before School Connect, because I think that that we, we've always done a wonderful job being able to connect with individuals or, um, you know, portions of our, of our exterior community to come alongside Avondale. Uh, and we're incredibly proud of that. And, and actually, the beauty of it is many, if not all of the people who have always and originally been in relationship with us are still in relationship. Yeah, so good. Right. And have brought and embraced even more people uh, through the School Connect process. And when I think about what we've been able to do since we've been able to, and, and the word we use in Avondale is systematize it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to be able to put a structure and a system and and a pathway for people mm-hmm. to see their entry point to that, that is when it really solidified, it gelled. And it went from an organization who may come alongside of us and say, you know what, we want to be a part of a uniform drive and make sure that your kids have the right uniforms. And, and this is really great and wonderful and exciting. And certainly we welcomed it and certainly we celebrated it to, you know what, we bring uniforms and this is what we do every fall to make sure the kids have it. And another organization then comes along and says, wow, you know what I think would be really great is to make sure that kids have that back to school haircut. Do you remember mm-hmm. when we got those back to school haircuts? Right. Yeah. All kids should have a back to school haircut, right? Well, all of a sudden we have an organization that's coming along being a part of that and making sure that, you know, that the first, at least if nothing else, first couple of weeks of school, let's make sure that our families have food boxes to be able to have our kids prepared every single morning with that wonderful nutritious breakfast and that meal or snack when they got home. Well, let's bring the food food bank alongside of this. And then, you know, maybe it's an organization that says, it's really important that our, our kids are up to date on their vaccines as well as making sure that they have their well check annually. Mm-hmm. And um, yep. you know what? All of a sudden we have nurse practitioners and, and physicians who are, you know, donating their time to be there on our back to school evening to be able to make sure they get their uniforms, they get their school supplies, that they get their haircut, that they, mm-hmm. you know, sign up for the, get the hygienist. Actually, we've had hygienists at our back to school nights. Because all of a sudden it went far beyond, um, I'm not going to say I'm an individual and in what I can do because we, we welcome that and we, we think that that's amazing when people have an idea of a way that, that they can be a part of this. The and around that is let's then connect it so that it's an entire system and an entire community that is wrapping around whatever the needs might be. And it mm-hmm. becomes an and, an and, and an and. Yeah. All it, of multiplies. Our, it, it, it multiplies. It multiplies. That's it. It's a multiplier effect. And that's what happens. And even more strategic, right? All the partners start identifying, hey, I can't do everything, but I can do this. I'll do this. Well, this organization does this and this organization uh, accomplishes something else until the entire picture is one of a community going back to Mm -hmm. what we talked about in the beginning, that is loving each other and loving kids and making a difference together. And, and that's a pretty amazing experience, right? Absolutely. When you're doing that, I'm thinking to myself, it used to be we'd have an organization who wanted to do it all. What we have now are a whole bunch of organizations who do their part of it, which then all add up to this absolutely phenomenal 
picture, I, I pictured a mosaic of, of various pieces and uh-huh. all of those individual pieces and in, in needs are being met. And not any one organization is, is being pulled in a thousand directions. They can really focus on the area that they're exceptionally good at and be able to come to the table that and another group would come along and fill another need. And it mm-hmm. just, it's, you know, filling that gap in every which way. And it's so cool because there's, you know, donor fatigue is a reality, right? If there's just one organization trying to provide for all the needs of a school, that's impossible. And it's something that could just wear that organization out. But if they know that what they bring to the table is really needed and they get to see things change, they actually see metrics start to change at the school as they do their part and another organization does their part. Oh my gosh, that's so inspiring, right? The other piece, Trace, I think is so important and plays out over time. It builds this momentum. It's like, I'm, you know, uh-huh. I, and, and I don't want to put my, myself in the spot of an organization that, that has given so much, but to be able to say, okay, I can, I can scale back and, and really focus on this and someone else comes alongside of us. I mean, that, that builds energy, that builds momentum, that, that's the, you know, the recognition of there is power and excitement and energy behind this. And it's not just my organization that sees it. It's all of these other organizations that want to be a part of a way to make a community even more successful. The reality across the nation is that many children do not have access to resources they need to truly excel in school. We have the ability to transform school communities doing what we already do best. I am a business. I am retired. I am from our faith community. The common theme is I, because through School Connect, I completes the village that changes tomorrow for every child. Yeah, I think that really plays out on in the cafe model, because whenever you have a table and you have a principal at the table and you have all the partners around the table and the, the administration, the principals, the leadership of the school are articulating what they're experiencing, what their needs are, what their hopes are, what their visions are. It just kind of allows everyone around the table to collectively as a community talk about ways to respond resolve, react, and make a difference versus one individual, you know, it's like trying to put a puzzle together with one piece, right? A puzzle Uh is much more fun when you have a whole box of pieces. And that's kind of what happens at that cafe is you have this beautiful picture that is just being weighed to put together. You dump all the pieces on the table. Everyone's bringing their pieces back to your mosaic example. They're figuring out how they fit together in a way that is most conducive for their organization. And they come up with this beautiful solution. So exciting. Okay. That analogy, I think, is absolutely brilliant, Tim. Because when I think about doing a puzzle with other people, uh, it, it, you, you have all of these pieces and in, in you're putting them together. What happens when, when there's a match? What happens when there's uh-huh. like this mini success? Okay. There's yes. literally, there's a thousand pieces. You match two together. And you're like, oh, look at this. Right. We're, all, we're making yes. progress, right? It's the same level uh-huh. of energy of we're making progress. We're making right. headway and we're doing it together. Yeah. And it's the same whenever a piece is missing. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and that experience of you've worked so hard and there's this piece missing. And I think every school, every district probably does have a missing piece. And someone mm-hmm. listening right now could be that missing piece. Oh, uh, so anyways, I digress. No, that's an excellent point, Tim. Excellent point. 
Well, I just think it's, you know, so often when I've sat at a cafe table, what I love is a principal might be talking about all the different things that are uh, what they're trying to accomplish and some of their challenges. What I love is at the table, the different partners are thinking, well, not only what is my part, but if they do this piece, then I can fit right in there and add to it. And then another one adds on top of that, another one. So they're, they're problem solving together and they have kind of that joy of ownership that together they could accomplish solving a problem that none of them could have solved by themselves. And, and then, you know, the other issue that I love to watch is when change happens and talk about accelerated change, right? Constantly happening right now. What I love is a village can adjust the different parts can go, Hey, you know, I know this organization is experiencing this crisis or this change. So another one comes in and says, Hey, I can take that part right now, you know, and vice versa. I just, I love that opportunity. Do you have Betsy, like a a story, one of what, maybe a favorite story that you might have to kind of give a sample or an example of this? I, I, I think I do. I probably come up with a half a dozen easy without thinking about it. But but one of the pieces that I think is so amazing, and it kind of even layers in with with Tim's commentary of that missing piece. Like, uh, like I don't have that. I don't have that answer. I don't have that skill set. I don't have the availability to access it. But you know what? I know someone who does. And and that uh-huh. again, go back to that multiplier effect. That that you know what? This person isn't sitting at the table with us right now. But I know someone who can do whatever that might be, and let me let me kind of tell you a little bit of a story around that. Uh, one of our one of our schools uh, sat in a school cafe. In fact, one of the first ones, and and mm-hmm. sitting in a school cafe, and they're talking about finding opportunities for children to have adult mentors, finding an opportunities for children to be able to connect to adults in in our community who are positive role right. models, uh, the idea of having another adult who cares about them, wants them to be successful, just being present to them. And they went from that, that initial thought of, gosh, wouldn't that be great, to literally uh, the Avondale Fire and Medical coming alongside that school and saying, okay, well, what if we had some of our fire and medical team come alongside of the kids? and they could come and, and we could set them up one-on-one and, and have them meet with children and be connected with them. And, and if nothing else, check in on them. How are they doing? You know, do they, do, do they want to talk about school? How's work, you know, how's their work going? All of that stuff and possibly even uh, provide opportunities for them to think about their future in that world, right? Yeah, totally, totally. And, and so it went from that to, you know, gosh, if you could just do this once a month, literally half an hour just come over and they're like, well, once a month, could we come once a week? <laughs> well, I think I, so. I think we could make that happen. <laughs> right. And, and so that happened. And well, does it have to be one-on-one? Cause you know, what could I have two or three children that, you know, I have an opportunity. Can I, I mean, literally it went, it went that way and it just became this, it exploded and it was, mm-hmm. it was an absolutely phenomenal um, connection for our children. And it didn't stop there. So here's our fire and medical meeting with our middle school students. I met a meeting across uh, across the city at our local community college, Stray Mountain Community College. And we're talking about um, 
our teacher interns coming in and um, placing them in schools and, and having them really connect with kids in small groups and things such as that. And the lead over there said, and you don't even know this. And I'm like, I don't even know what. <laughs> so, w welcome to the list, right? Of things I didn't know that moment. And, and so <laughs> she, she goes, well, she goes, I spoke to fire chief. And I said, oh, and, and she goes, well, he, he came out and he wanted to talk to, talk to us about connecting some of our education majors with some of the students they're mentoring because they didn't feel as though they had the, um, you know, the, the full understanding of the curriculum, whereas the education students do. And they wanted us to come alongside and to tutor the children that they're mentoring over at the school. Expertise. Wow. expertise. Let's grab some expertise. Right? We don't have this right here with us, but we know someone who does. Mm -hmm. That, in right. my yeah. mind, is the perfect example of if we do this, can you come alongside and, and do that, which then furthers mm -hmm. the opportunity for our children. That is what School Connect does. I just Wait, love that. Uh, and hold on. Do you want an and? And, and, okay. and, yeah. I want okay. an and. I do. You want an and. No, and an and. Oh, we don't do buts. <laughs> it's all ands. And Avondale Middle was the school that was doing that. Well, if you've got Avondale Fire and Medical, there's also Avondale PD, right? Yes. We also <laughs> yep. serve two cities. So Goodyear has Fire and Medical and Goodyear has PD, right? right? We right. have three additional schools who have engaged in this mentorship wow. from that beginning school cafe. Oh, Is that beautiful? That's really cool, Betsy. Yes, yes, it's the best. And, and the thing that I love about this is I think we're thinking about this through the lens of how valuable this is to the children. But I think what we're also able to see is that it's very valuable for the people the firefighters and the police and the officers and all the people who are engaging the students from the community college who are helping with um, tutoring. All of those people are experiencing something that they're receiving and they're accomplishing some of their goals as well. It's, it's a beautiful thing because it's kind of a win-win. And, and that's a, it's just so much fun to watch that happen because that's what fuels longevity or sustainability Right. The more that people are doing what they want to do, that they believe in, that is meaningful, that has strong impact, the more they're going to keep doing it. And they're going to draw, just like has happened, others in. Let's expand this. Let's keep doing more and more of it. So that's why, why you described it as the multiplier, because it, it really is. It is that. And then, um, Betsy, you mentioned before we jumped on, we actually had to stop ourselves from talking because <laughs> we were... You started to tell a story and you're getting all emotional about this great partnership. I'm like, wait, 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 <laughs> we got to do it on the podcast. So here we are on the podcast and tell the story of a partnership that was really meaningful to you. Absolutely. Terry, uh, Tracy, I will tell you that the piece that gets me is what you were just saying about having the people in relationship with you truly understand truly understand what it means. I don't, I don't know if we can, if I don't know if, if it could ever truly be communicated because it stops your heart when, mm -hmm. when you feel, you know, right. So, yeah. And, yeah. and it is, it yep. is emotional. I, I, I'm not going to step away from it. It's hugely emotional because it truly makes the difference between 
doing for and making yeah. impact, right? Right. Truly making impact. Mm-hmm. So what what I was sharing with you earlier, and, and I think I have to tell kind of the whole picture of the story because it, it just kind of played into the leading up to last Sunday. Um, and it was, I had an event to go to, and Tim, you talked earlier about what happens when people are, are in relationship and what happens when they're truly coming together around something and they have either a common goal or a right. purpose and they're solving something that's complex together and it builds energy. And I went to a meeting of, of colleagues of mine and we were, we were grappling with some very, very complex issues and wanted to be able to take it to the next step and stop kind of just talking about it. Let's do it. Let's, let's make this happen. Here are avenues that we can be able to take it. And I left that meeting feeling really great and knew that we had next steps and some actions that we're moving forward toward. And I went to another meeting that literally I was going to pick up something and I walked into a room and a, a easy 50 people who, who I see relatively infrequently, but it was like walking into a reunion. It was walking into people who, who love us, who respect us, who want to be a part of the success of, of the happenings in our area and with our community. Mm. And, and it was this sense of welcome and sense of belonging and the sense of family that, that we're, we're mm-hmm. in this, you know, we, and what is it that you need? How, how could we, how can we be a right. part of this? And, and it was overwhelming that coming home feeling, right? Like when you come home after being gone and you come home. Yes. Yes. I, that, that was exactly, I am in a place of people who care. There's nothing like it. It's like, it's like literally the air you breathe that we need so exactly. badly. So literally I left there. I, I don't even think my feet touched the ground as I was working, you know, walking to my car and I get into my car and I called uh, a pastor of our local church who has been on this journey with us from day one, who literally is, you know, one of two people I call first, him and Tracy, when we have a challenge that <laughs> that we don't know where the next step is. And we know that we mm-hmm. we know definitively we don't have the resources at the ready. And so so I, I need thought partners to come along and, and how are we going to action this and move it forward? And I called him, which is very atypical because normally I'll start with a text that just says, hey, <laughs> when you, you have a minute or two, I have I have an idea or I have a thought or I have a you know, can we process? And invariably, he literally calls me right back. But in this case, I called him directly. Literally, I'm in the car. I didn't even move. They dialed the number. And even as I'm done, I'm thinking, oh, I don't usually do this. I usually text him, but I'm calling. I need to tell him right now. He picked up the phone immediately. And I said, Mark, I don't even know if what I'm going to ask is even allowed. I don't even know if senior leadership of your church even allows people to do this, but I need to talk to your congregation. I need to talk to your community and can I come to your services and share with them what I'm feeling? And he's like, what's going on, Guts? <laughs> can we have a preview first? <laughs> oh, I'm 100% certain, like, what is it you want to say? Right. right? <laughs> totally. And, and he said, he said, um, he goes, hold on a second. So, so what are you asking? It truly, I think he was com- totally like perplexed. And I said, I need to say thank you. I need to share with the community, your community, the impact of how you make our community feel. Mm-hmm. I need your community to understand the deepest level of gratitude that I am experiencing based off of the things that you do for our community. 
and, and his response was, well, well, you know, we, we don't do this for thanks. I'm like, this isn't about thanks. I mean, it is about thanks. It's beyond right. thanks. It's being able to express an emotion that is almost, you can almost not be able to express it. It is so deep. It is so rich. It is so heartfelt. It is heart stopping. And, and mm-hmm. I joked actually with their community because I was like, I don't know what I would have done if he had said, no, I think I would have crashed your ceremony. <laughs> I would, I'd be here. <laughs> and your security would be chasing me across. I, but you need to know this is the impact that you have made. Because when we talk right. about coming with uniforms, health screenings, school supplies, holiday presents, backpacks, all of those things take care of mm-hmm. those first two levels. It takes care of those survival, right? Food, water, right. It takes care of safety. Right. It takes care of, you know, remedying substandard housing conditions, um, making sure that I have a sweater or a jacket for the winter, all of those pieces. It takes care of that security piece, right? Mm-hmm. If we don't yeah. take care of those first two pieces... You're not going to get to learning. I, I'm going to actually no. go back one because we're not going to get to belonging mm. in the emotion yeah. that I yeah. felt that day was I belonged. I was part of something bigger than me, mm-hmm. welcome, appreciated, valued, yeah. and I belonged. And I can't feel that way unless those first two are met. I get to belonging. I have this just awe-inspired feeling. And the next one is confidence. I can learn. Mm. But I... Belonging, confidence, and then learning. I really love that, Betsy. And and that's what the... That's that's the outcome or the ROI of community. And that's what you've experienced. And what we're all about at School Connect is bringing that feeling to the classroom so that the kids can feel that same way and can confidently go into their day to learn to be better citizens and stronger parts of our community. I mean, it's just an amazing full circle. And it's something that all of us need so critically Mm -hmm. that sometimes we really underestimate the impact. And the beauty of the School Connect model is it really provides that pathway, as you said earlier, it provides a system, it kind of gives you a runway to really take off because we know if we're in a plane and we don't have the runway is not long enough, you run the risk of not taking off. And I think what school connect model does is it gives you that runway and it gives you that map to take off. So as we wrap up today, because we've covered a lot again, um, Tracy, what would be one thing that you would say to someone listening who is on the fence about getting involved in a local school? I I just love the theme, Betsy, that you've brought uh, all the way to the end, which is belonging, um, that we would create a community where every person who's involved in that community belongs. Of course, it's on behalf of kids. We know that they need their core needs met in order to um, flourish, in order to reach their potential, which of course is the mission of both the school district and uh, School Connect. But I think what you've shared that has really impacted me is that incredible thing we all need, which is to belong to a community that is bigger than us, 
that is about creating change that needs to happen, that desperately needs to happen. But in the process of doing that, we come to really know and love each other and create safe spaces for each other. And um, I get to know what your gift is. You get to know what my gift is. We get to actually um, have sorrow together, you know, shared sorrow at certain points in time when things are really tough. And we also get to celebrate like crazy together. Yeah. when beautiful things happen. And so I, I just love that. Um, it's for me getting to be a part of um, building community for schools is the greatest privilege of my life. I, I just really grateful. There it is. Grateful. Yeah. I, I appreciate you sharing that Tracy and, and Betsy, I have to assume that our administrators, our teachers, our staff at schools are tired. And there are probably some listeners right now that don't have the community feeling that you just articulated. Mm-hmm. What do you say to them? Hey, I, I, I would say get involved. I would say get connected. I would say there is an opportunity at every single, in our world, every single school. And, and, I, and I would say be relentless within that because I do know that sometimes there are challenges to that. And, and actually the challenge isn't that the need isn't present because the need is very much present. And, and it doesn't matter what community you're in, being a part of something bigger than what you are, it, it, it is absolutely essential to continue to grow our, our entire community and how our communities to inter, you know, interact with one another and overlap one another. So when, when, when I recognize and I hear sometimes there are challenges like, well, I tried, I went and knocked and, and they're like, oh no, we're okay right now. What I will tell you very, very, very clearly is that that response of no, we're okay right now is one of being overwhelmed and not knowing what the next step is. Stay mm, in that conversation, yeah. find that way in because once you yeah. are in, you are always family. And so, mm. so lean into that. And, and sometimes it's just a matter of don't ask, do, right? Right, in, right, in right. Just right. a note, yeah. just a recognition, just a nod toward a larger community of, hey, you're part of us and, and we right. want to be a part of you. Yeah, I, I think what I hear you say is to that individual, be tenacious mm-hmm. and, and continue and don't stop until you built the community because it's there. You just have to find it. Yes. So Tracy, yes. as we as we wrap up today, another great conversation around community and the great things that School Connect is doing. For the listener out there who this is the first time they're hearing about School Connect or they're just they're they're, they're ready to jump in. What do you tell them? Mm-hmm. What is their next step to bring School Connect to their district? Yeah, I I just want to say, wow, it's really possible. We have a clear and and simple pathway to do that. And um, you reach out to us uh, at School Connect. Uh, Our email is info at schoolconnectaz.org. If you are a school, if you are a partner, uh, just a reminder (laughs) that there's a school in every single neighborhood. So this opportunity is absolutely wherever you are. What a great opportunity. We want to help you to do that together. And the story that Betsy shared today is not alone. It's not unusual. There are other superintendents and principals out there who uh, we will be highlighting over time that have this kind of story to share. And we just we just want to share that. We want more people to get to experience that. 
um, so that they get to be transformed in their life and be a part of a community where they belong and where they get to make a difference in the lives of our students. Tim and Tracy, can I just add one additional thing to the the people who are a part of mem members of community who might be be sitting here thinking, does it matter? Does it make a difference? You know, so I, I filled a backpack or so I bought a school uniform or a holiday gift or whatever it might be. Does it matter? I will tell you without a doubt, without any hesitation, it matters more than you will ever know. Because being able to sit as I said, sit tall and proud and have all of the resources that I possibly need in order to be at a level playing ground with anyone for our kids, that gets them over those first two pieces and gets them that spot of, I belong. You make that happen. Thank you, Betsy. We, show, we so love you and appreciate you. And so grateful that we get to share you with the rest of the country. Well, thank you. Thank you for being a part and thank you for leading us to this because it has made a tremendous difference. Well, thank you both for sharing your stories and Tracy for sharing the School Connect model. Um, we just want to challenge our listeners out there. If this is the first time that you've listened to the podcast, we want you to go back and listen to part one of this conversation and other conversations that are there. We also encourage you to share the content with your um your network, your community, because we're confident that uh, you have someone who needs to hear this. And collectively, you both can make a difference as you share this content. And then also just leave a comment. We'd love to get your feedback on the podcast and how it's making a difference and how it's challenging you. That allows others to get excited about the podcast and listen to it. So thank you again for your time. Uh, and we can't wait until we have the next iteration of the School Connect podcast. Make it a great day. Thank you for listening to the School Connect podcast and for being part of our village. Be sure to follow, review, and share this podcast on your chosen platform because more collective voices equal more progress for our kids. If you're interested in finding out more about School Connect and seeing how you can make a difference, go to schoolconnectaz.org for more information.